Good afternoon and welcome to our 20th edition of Daytime Dialogues. Today I have the extraordinary honor of having a, an opportunity of sharing some thoughts and learning from one of the great post-scheme of our generation, but also a great activist. Rabbi Yosef Tzvi Rimon, I actually met for the very first time when he was beginning his work with Jab Katif after the disengagement with Gaza. And I remember still there was a concert to raise money in, uh, in Efrat, and Rabbi Ramon gave introductory words, and I was just amazed at this person and his strength, his power, his vision. Since then, Rabbi Ramon has not just helped thousands of people find jobs who had lost their positions when the disengagement occurred, but also he has continued to build and to teach Torah like no one else I know. I was just looking on my shelves this, this morning before I went, came to the office. I think I have 17 of his books, but I'm sure I'm missing some, and I probably forgot to count a few, including his latest magnificent work, a two-volume work on Hilchot Shabbat. This is in addition to all of the work Rav Rimon does in Sulamot with educating the world. This is in addition to Rav Rimon being the Rav in uh, Alon Shvut in the southern neighborhood. And it's in addition to him being the Rosh Hashiva, the Rav of Machon Lev of the Jerusalem College of Technologies. So I thank Rav Rimon for joining us. I look forward to the time when he'll come back to KINS. Baruch Hashem, he's been with us a number of times. And I thank him for his time and welcome him. Good evening, Rav Rimon. I will make sure she watches these, so she will appreciate that. Um, Rav Ramon, before we get started with some questions, I wanted to ask you about the upcoming Yamim Noraim, the High Holidays. You have a fascinating name, which I'm not sure everyone knows about. Your grandfather was Yosef Tzvi Ramon Yatz, who there's, I think in three different places, there are streets named for him in Israel. He was a poet. If I understand correctly, he was a Talmud of Rav Rhinus in Lida before he made Aliyah. He was close to Rav Cook as well. And his poetry, unfortunately, we speak English. I don't know if anything's ever been translated into English from his poetry. But you were born, obviously, after he passed away. Can you tell us a little bit about your grandfather? No, Rav, thank you. It's interesting because the crowd that is listening now, they think that I got the questions before. <laughs> I didn't know. It's for me now to answer, and I like this question. <laughs> uh, I'm named after my grandfather, and I have a, a big privilege to be named after him. He came uh, to Israel uh, in a very difficult time. The Turkish were here a few years afterwards. The British... Uh, he was wounded by Arabs that almost killed him. I have an article that I found just a few years ago that says, Met HaMeshorer Yosef Tzverimon. He died. Two weeks afterwards, Baruch Mechayeh Metim. We discovered that he didn't die. And uh, my grandfather had a very, very special system that I think affects me also in another issue. All the poets in his generation, like Bialik and Chernechovsky, and 
all of them wrote with rhymes. And he says, when I write with rhymes, I can't give my soul to wow, to fly, to think uh, whatever she wants to think. And he wrote a song, a poet, Hashir Nitan Bakele. Sagru Alav Bacharuzim. The song was put in, in jail. They closed him with, instead bars, with rhymes. And I'm going to free the song Hashir Nitan Bakele Sagru Alav Bacharuzim. Kevo Haaviv Bikesh Dror Vachaletz Otomi Meitzar. I am going to take him out of jail. And my grandfather was a very tzaddik was close to Rav Kook and wrote poems that were translated a few years ago to English. There is a book in English. There is. Poetry. And I feel uh, very close to him. Every Shabbos, my grandfather was in our table when I was a child, or was, although he passed away. But was no Shabbos that we didn't have a, a poetry, a, a song, something of my grandfather. And I know lots of them by heart. And uh, for me, it's uh, a lot of inspiration. And also to know the life were very difficult here. But also when they were difficult, he knew, he knew how to get koach, to get strength, to believe in Hashem, and Be'ezrat Hashem to believe that uh, will be better. Well, we are living in a, another kind of difficult time now because of the corona. And there have been many, many sheilot, the questions that you've been answering from around the world. And of all of those questions, what's been the most difficult one? It may not be the hardest to answer, but the most difficult one to deal with. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. I'm, I think now that maybe I'll give you one example of the hardest question, and maybe I'll give you another answer of the sweetest question. So the hardest question was uh, about people uh, in the hospital, it's not in Israel, but I get questions from rabbis around the world, and uh, a hospital that uh, didn't have enough of machines uh, to collect all the breathing, breathing machines for all the, the sick persons, people. And he asked, what do you do? What do you do? Who do you do? You give first. And what happens if someone comes and he's 70 years old and another one 20 years old? And it's very difficult to answer those answers. And I, I wrote a long tshuva. But really, I thought to myself, when Am Israel needed to give tshuvas like this? In the Holocaust? In, you know, it's, it's not questions of our generation. Or a question like I got from few communities, uh, what do you do in a wedding that you haven't got 10 people? We, we in our generation could imagine that we would make a wedding without 10 people. It's unbelievable. And those questions are um, challenging and also hurting. So those are the maybe more challenging and more difficult. And if I'll, I'll, ask, I'll share with you a sweet question. So a girl, Kita uh, Aleph, seven years old, uh, send me to my WhatsApp, I can let you hear. He is, her father is from Chicago. Those oh, you know her? Yes. Oh, I sent it in the group, you saw right. it. Oh, no, I, no, this is another question. Not that one, or different one, okay. This is a different question. And she asked, she said, I went to the Kotel, 
I prayed for Hashem that will stop the corona. Why didn't it stop? Why the corona continued? And how did you answer her? I answered her and I told her, you know, Hashem loves us. Hashem listens for all our davening. But you know, sometimes, Daddy or Mammy, you ask for Kennedy or something with chocolate. Also, if they love you, not always they give you. Because they have also other reasons that maybe you, you don't know. So first of all, I believe that Hashem has his reasons and not always what we ask is uh, the right thing uh, uh, that he thinks the right thing to do. But I told her, you know, every praying, every davening is working. He's doing something for us, for the world. And I'm sure that praying and davening of so many people makes the situation better and also will bring the corona to disappear earlier than the time that it should disappear. And uh, I have much, many more things to say deeper, but this is what I told her. And now Israel has gone back into Bidud, into a, a um, stay-at-home order, or for the, for the Chagim, you're going, our shul is going to be able to be open. So Israel is going to be in Bidud, but not a real Bidud, because you may go to shul, and every shul can have the people according to doors and space, let's say our shul in Usually in Shul, in Yamim Noraim, we have around 1,000 people. So this year we'll have around 200 people. But still, it's something. And another 20 small minyanim in Alon Shvut, but everyone can go to Shul. You can go to Shul around. You can't drive the car to Shul. You have five, it was like, <laughs> is it part of the 500 meters, meters or are you allowed to go? as far as you want, if you walk. There is a machloket, what the law uh, says exactly. I suppose something more correct will appear. And now for those people who, and this would apply to us as well, we have at KINS this year, we're doing six different minyanim, and we only have about 400 people who are able to come between the six minyanim, different times, short filot, all of, uh, all of the tefillah for Rosh Hashanah will be under two and a half hours, which is based on what our doctors have advised us to do. But there are going to be people who are staying at home for Rosh Hashanah. So what should they do differently in their tefillot? People that are staying alone. People who are staying alone. Okay. So actually this is very uh, sad even to think about it, to think that there are people that... Uh, are going to stay alone on Rosh Hashanah. Wow, just to imagine uh, something like this. And uh, I'll try to say uh, really uh, short things about uh, uh, this question. When someone is alone, at home, so you can say all davening, uh, most davening. You can say all the things of, uh, like you say every day, Birkot HaShachar and Birkot Kriyat Shema, and all uh, regular davening, he says normally. He cannot say in Yom Kippur, you give me a 
uh, he can say all the piyutim, all the songs, the piyutim on Chazarat Shashat, he can say if he wants. There's no point of saying uh, the things that Chazan says, the Chazan says for Misot Chachamim Unevonim, that he says for the crowd that he wants to, uh, to ask the permission to be a Chazan. But almost most of the things he, he, he may say if he wants to say. There are a few rules that I'll say shortly. First of all, uh, there are systems that you blow the shofar in your davening, but yachid cannot, if you daven at home with no minyan, you don't blow the shofar in the middle uh, of davening, just uh, before. Uh, if you want more, you can do it after, but, not, uh, but you cannot do it in, in uh, Shmones. Second thing, uh, if you are davening alone, you don't daven Musaf before Sof Shalosh Sha'ot, the end of Kriyat Shema. I don't know what, what hour is it in uh, Chicago, but I suppose it would be around 9.30, 10, I suppose, the end of Kriyat Shema. And you can't blow the shofar before. You need to wait till the end of Shalosh Sha'ot, and then you can blow the shofar and Avon Musaf. And this appears in Shulchan Aruch, Siman Taf Kuf Tzadik Aleph Seif Chet. You can see there. Uh, what else? Kol Nidre in Yom Kippur, there is Machloket. What is Kol Nidre? If Kol Nidre is Hatarat Nedarim, if you try to cancel, all the nedarim that you did all the year, and for this, you need basin. You cannot do it alone. Or that, that kol nidre is announcement from now. If I'll do something three times, it won't consider like a nether. So atarat nedarim you can't do, but you can give uh, odaa. You can say, from now, what I'm doing is not nether. That two versions of Kol Nidre. One, Yom Kippurim She'avar, Ad Yom Kippurim Zeh, from last Yom Kippur till this Yom Kippur. This version takes Kol Nidre as Hatarat Nedarim, cancel your nether, and this you cannot do at home. But there is another system to say, Yom Kippurim Zeh, Ad Yom Kippurim Aba, from this Yom Kippur till next Yom Kippur. And lots of people are saying both versions. So you can say Kol Nidre at home, but you'll say just for the future. מיום כיפורים זה, from this יום כיפור, עד יום כיפורים הבא עלינו לטובה. And you can say אבינו מלכנו, also ביחידוס, you can say עבודת כהן גדול, you can even לכרוע, בואו, you can say יזכור, יזכור also you can say alone at home. So those are the main rules of someone that doesn't, there was no meaning at home. Now, we're going to be having, based on Rav Shechter and others, that we're going to be doing Hatarat Nidarim, the annulment of the vows on Erev Rosh Hashanah, both in shul for those who are there, and everyone has to maintain their distance, and we're also doing it over Zoom. Uh, Are they doing that in Israel as well? So, also in Israel, uh, there are people that are close, that are in uh, uh, Seger, and they are going to say Atarat Nedarim by Zoom. I wrote about it uh, 
few weeks ago, uh, I was asked to write, the, it was published, that I think that you can do Hatarat Nedarim uh, by Zoom. Uh, and uh, I think there is Machloket, if you can do Hatarat Nedarim by Shaliach, by Messenger, according to Rambam, you cannot do it by Messenger, according to other systems, you can, can do it. And following this, we can uh, deal about Hatarat Nedarim by Zoom. But I think because you can see the people, you can speak with them, I think that uh, maybe even according to Rambam, you can make Hatarat Nedarim by Zoom, and especially Rosh Hashanah, that is just Chumrah. And I'm going to do today, at quarter to nine, it's another half an hour, Hatarat Nedarim for women in my shul. Then I'm going to give a shiur for my community. And in the end of the shiur, I'm going to do Hatarat Nedarim by Zoom for people in Israel that are going to join uh, our Zoom. Well, in your tshuva, though, you wrote that everyone should at least say something individually if you're doing Hatarat Nedarim, not to say it all together. Are you going I to think it's that? better. Look, I'm uh, following Mori de Rabia Ravichtenstein, Zatzal, that he didn't like, that, you know, sometimes you have 50 people that say Hatarat Nedarim together, no one hears them, and you like that the base didn't could hear the people, or even a little, one sentence here, one sentence there. And because of this, I said, one person, and this is what I'm going to do tonight, one person will do Atarat Nedarim, and everyone will listen. And they can say with him, Besheket, in silence. But then, each one will say, also I want to do Atarat Nedarim, like he said. Also I want to do Atarat Nedarim, like he said. Just a short sentence, and then I think it will be Mehadrim. And that's how you're going to do it for whoever, whoever zooms in? Uh, yes, you can come also from Chicago if you want. <laughs> 10 o'clock Israel time. <laughs> okay. And now, one of the things that before Corona happened, which was so fascinating, was all of the work you're doing in the Beit Midrash at Mechon Lev regarding technology and the use of... Uh, you gave a she'ur at KNS about... Um, self-driving cars and some of the que halachic questions that are coming up because of that. What are, what are the kinds of things? Are you still, during Corona, are you still able to focus on that? Or is it because there's been so many other things? You know, uh, maybe my problem is that all the time things continue and I focus on this and I have more things. And Mo Hashem, we, are, we did now, just now, lately, we are dealing with uh, artificial meat that it's also a problem in the world. What will be with artificial meat? And we already uh, le had lectures from you companies in Israel. We wanted to go there, but because of the corona, you can't go. So they showed us things. And we, we did uh, this week another thing about uh, a book with uh, electronic ink. That uh, it's also something that the one that invented it, uh, joined us by Zoom. Uh, can you, would you be able once on Shabbat to use a book that it's like pages, but everything is digital there, but when you turn the pages, nothing happens. Everything is from the four Shabbat. And uh, it's something that uh, the idea exists. We know how to do it today. It's complicated but we can do it, and if the answer is yes, if the answer is yes, let's say it's blocked, you do, it doesn't change. 
can you do it automatically that at night it will be the sidur of Leil Shabbat, and in the morning the sidur of Shabbat Baboker. Now, you don't need anything, do anything, you just open it, and it's like this. And this, the AI that I'm dealing a lot with. And what was your decision about that book? I prefer not to say it now. <laughs> not to say it now. Although I have a lot to say, I said a lot because it's more complicated and I don't want to, uh, you know, say it like this. So it's better sometimes that people are sakranim. I would say sakran, they are now waiting to see the answer. Uh, so it's uh, okay. And uh, I have to say the AI is very interesting because also now they took, just now, recently, uh, lots of cases of corona and they put it in AI that we try to understand what is the rule? Who gets corona? And if you got corona light, why would it will be some people will stay light and some people will turn to be very difficult? And there are lots of new interesting things that just uh, lately the AI discovered about it. What, what, would, be, what would be the halachic issue with, with that AI piece? What, what, is, what, what is the she'ila in that? The she'ila is, Lemashal, uh, can you fast on Yom Kippur, uh, uh, on Yom Kippur if you have corona, but you have corona just with no tasminim. It's not, uh, you, you, can, you don't feel anything, you feel perfect. Perfect. But uh, we know that you have corona. So, usually, uh, it seems that you can fast. What's the problem? But now we have to think about, according to what the AI discovered, that maybe, maybe, and I won't say it now because it's very long, but maybe there is connection between fast and certain things in our blood, and maybe certain things in our blood affects the corona if it will change from light to dangerous. And if it's true, so we we'll tell people that also if you have light, nothing, you don't feel anything, maybe you should drink and eat. Today, usually we say it for people that are over 60 or people that are, they have backgrounds of something, uh, but all those things of the eye are very important. Also when you come to Sakalacha, Fascinating. And, and going back then into the topic of the corona itself, you're going to be speaking in tonight, as you mentioned, you're going to be speaking over, over the Amin Noraim. When we're, when, in a year from now, when we're looking back on, on this episode, on this pandemic, what do you think are the messages we're going to remember? What are, what are the things we should learn from it? Wow. So first of all, it's something very important. You know, Rambam taught us in the beginning of Ilchot Ha'aniyot that when we have tzara, you have something terrible that happens on the tzibu, you can't say, okay, it just happened, stam by itself. You should understand that Hashem is doing everything. And you should ask yourself, why did it happen? And if you won't do it, you'll have more trouble till you understand that it's uh, coming from Hashem. Now, this is very complicated because who knows why the corona came? Who knows? 
We don't know. But Rav Soloveitchik taught us that instead of asking why did it happen, ask what does it tell us? We don't know why, but Hashem speaks to us also by Corona. Speaks to us and we have to think what in the Corona should cause us to be better people, to behave better, to be closer to Hashem. Now this thing is very important. First of all, because it says that, okay, we have to work, we have to change. Yamim Noraim, we have to work on, our, on ourselves. But secondly, according to Rambam, we understand that when the corona will pass, it means that Am Israel and the world became better people, that we reached a higher level. And this cheers us up a lot because we understand it's not easy now. People are sick, people died, it's not easy. But Be'ezrat Hashem, we know. The world before the corona and the world after the corona would not be the same. The world after the corona, Be'ezrat Hashem, would be in a much, much higher level. And I think that we have to think on things that will end in the corona. You know, in the corona, we saw less people, but we saw the family much more. So maybe focus more on the family and not just on the business and other things. In the corona, we could be less and less with the grandfather and grandmother, but we fought on them much, much more. All the time people are calling and thinking, okay, so take a connection with grandparents. Uh, in the corona, we were meeting a lot by Zoom. In Zoom, you can meet, you can speak, but you can't see the heart. So this gives us another chizuk to see people, to be connected to people. You know, in the corona, I don't know in Chicago, but in Israel you have a mask. And in the mask, you can't see your smile. And then you think to yourself, when you see someone, is there a point to smile? In any case, he doesn't know if you smile or you don't smile. The corona taught us, you have a smile with your mouth, but you have a smile also with your eyes. We learned how to smile in our eyes. And I think what we should take from the corona, the Bezrat Hashem, after the corona, when everything will be like before, maybe. It won't be like before. We'll be more sensitive. We'll think more on other people. Like we learned to smile, not just with our mouth, but also with our eyes. We learned lots of other things that we'll take with us and we'll turn ourselves and the world to be better. My daughter got married a few weeks ago. We thought, oh, what will we do in the corona? What's the best wedding? And maybe the best wedding is the couple and Simcha and not thousand people and wasting money uh, on things that maybe take it from their point. But what's interesting, Reverend Moon, is that all of the lessons you're learning from corona are ben adam l'chaviro, are between people. A lot of people have been saying that also we need to remember that there are things beyond our control, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is the Absolutely, absolutely. But because I know that everyone speaks on this, I spoke on this. <laughs> but of course, we learned in the Corona, who is leading our world, who is Balabai. And in the Tane Tokef last year, I don't think anyone thought seriously when he said, who in the corona. 
And this year, when we say Niba Magifa, we understand, wow, Shem, we need you. In the United States, we also understand now Aish and Maim, between the fires on the West Coast and the terrible storm in the South, which is bringing feet, meters of water. Wow. So people are saying, that's all today, people are saying that the Nutanatokev has a greater meaning to all of us today because we see the power of HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the world. Rav Ramon, what one last question because our time is almost up and you have to get ready for your She'ur. In Sulamot, you're doing this wonderful work of educating people. The, many, many of us are familiar with the Haggadah that you prepared because it was also translated into English. You finish Shabbat. What's the next Sefer that you're working on? So first of all, Shabbat is going to be published in English in two weeks. Oh, wow. Okay. So this is first thing. I'm uh, working now on uh, a Sidu uh, that will be, try to be inspiring uh, of like the Agada and another book that maybe follows the, the Sidu. I'm working, I finished today uh, a book on Hanukkah. Hanukkah is once, but Lezrat Hashem that will be published in Hebrew in Hanukkah. And I'm working on three books on Isur Veheter, that these are more heavy books for uh, uh, to learn all the sugiyut and all the dvarim. And Baruch Hashem, the children of Ratzim Namishnah, we did movies. Yes. 150,000 children, every day watch the movies and started to be connected to Mishnah, learning Mishnah, it's unbelievable. The movements of Ezrat Hashem, we are trying. So it's interesting, those movies, uh, every summer, Rav Ramon has these extraordinary movies which he produced explaining Mishnayot. Some of them have English subtitles. But all of them. Huh? All, of, all them? of them are in English. All of them also have English. It is a wonderful experience for people to be able to do it. Uh, Baruch Hashem, Rav Ramon gave me the opportunity to participate a little bit in it at the, in the early stages. And it is a wonderful schut for all of the people who are part. Rav Ramon, our time is up. But I look forward to speaking with you to let everyone know sometimes I will pick up a phone and call Rev. Ramon, not knowing what he's in the middle of, and he always answers. And the, and the questions and the answers are always there ready. And I thank him for his leadership, and I look forward to having you back to Chicago very, very soon. Whenever you come, we've already understood the smile you have in your eyes, not just in your face when you give those sharing. So thank you. From the entire Kila of Chicago to you and your Kila. And I thank you for continuing to teach us Torah so beautifully. Amen. And we'll have Rosh Hashanah Sameach. Don't worry. Rosh Hashanah Sukkot, Bezrat Hashem. With Simcha, we'll be Bezrat Hashem together in a higher level in this year. Shana Tova Vekniva Vekhatima Tova Lekulam. Amen, amen. Thank you so very much. Thank you for leading the community in this wow, amazing way. That's Lacha in everything. Lacha, everyone. Bye bye. Shalom.